from sea to shining sea, 30 states in 30 days, and I have lived to talk about it. And that's exactly what I'm going to do. Welcome back to yet another episode of the Terry Summers Podcast. Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountains, majesty above the fruited plain. America, America, God shed his grace on thee and crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. Did you catch that catch that last part from 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 sea to shining sea from sea to shining sea that is how i spent 30 days on the road there was a 30 state check off in 30 days actually it wasn't 30 states it was visiting 30 states a couple of them a few of them i think five of them re- were revisited but um this was a crazy, crazy trip. And when I say crazy, I mean, it had so much to it. There was a lot of travel. There were some hard things, some super fun things, some really beautiful things, some very exciting things. It was just a crazy trip. It was prompted, um, as I think I shared on a couple episodes ago, that we were going to give a heads up to this um, this this road trip, or that I was going to give a heads up to the road trip um, as an an up and coming episode. Um, It was prompted by a celebration of life for my husband's youngest brother, Daniel, that passed away in December of last year. And because of COVID, it restricted the number of people that could come to the funeral, the um, memorial service, whatever you want to refer to it as. So um, the older brother, um, meaning Jonathan's older brother, um, put together a celebration of life and it, uh, in Michigan because, um, they, he lived in Michigan and Daniel lived in Michigan. So this was something that prompted the trip and then mixed into the trip happened to be some wonderful things that what bookended the trip and kind of, um, called out how many days we needed to be gone was the offering of my husband, my husband, my cousin's cabin in, um, Lake Tahoe on Lake Tahoe. And he had offered us to stay there for a while. We were, loosely going to be celebrating in and around this summer, our anniversary. So that was what we were shooting for. When we were um, evaluating what we might do in that in-between time, based on, you know, um, budgeting and what have you, we decided that we could tag on to the trip to Michigan, some travel so that we didn't have to come home to Arizona before we left to go to Tahoe. So that's where this lengthy trip kind of was birthed. But let me tell you where we went so you can kind of get an idea. And it was just, I don't know how many of you have ever done a road trip of any kind of length, but it just, it does something to you. First of all, I am um, totally cool with driving and zoning out 
you know, safely so, but I mean, I've made many a trip back and forth from Arizona to California where the road can just kind of put you off into a place where uh, you are getting some good thinking in and some reflecting or listening to music. And if you happen to have a companion with you, there might be some conversation. Jonathan isn't super big on talking a lot and doesn't like a ton of questions, which those two things right there happen for me if allowed to. Um, on a road trip. But um, this did provide, you know, and I'm super cool. I love him. That's who he is. That's how he's wired. And I'm the other way. So I have to find people to talk to and ask questions of. But um, we, uh, I got, you know, we listened to some great music, but I got some time to really think and take in things and take in this beautiful country. But let me just tell you the path that we went here. And um some of this path I had been a handful of times you know I'd been to some of these states but then there were some that we uh, purposefully added on that would help check the boxes off of my list so now there's every state I have visited with the exception of Alaska but what we we did we headed out from Arizona of course because that's where we live and we went to New Mexico Texas Oklahoma Kansas Missouri Illinois, Indiana, Michigan. That was our big initial destination. But let me tell you, we there was a place that we camped because we did camp for a good portion of, of the trip. That was our intention to be, um, not just to be frugal, though it was frugal of us, um, but uh, to explore that as much as we could. But we were on a bit of a push to get to the Michigan location. Um, so we had stopped, we'd pushed. Um, we stopped in Illinois or Illinois and, um, I think it's called Lincoln Trail. It's a park there, um, a state park, I believe, just on the border of Illinois and Indiana. And oh my gosh, it was gorgeous. And we were really hoping we could stay two nights, but enrolled some weather. And that's the tagline for the trip, by the way. Enrolled some weather. We encountered a lot of weather, which I love. I'm not complaining. Um, but it made it humid. I have beautiful skin to show for it though um uh anyway so when we got to michigan uh there was weather and um we were all going to be camping out on this in this place that um the uh, celebration of life was going to be held my brother-in-law jim is part of the ghost writers club and they own this place i think it's i hope i'm not misquoting but I think it's like 25 acres and it's just a super cool outdoor uh, really fun facilities that are there like structures I'm talking about like a like a bandstand and a dance floor and a covered place with lots of tables to eat and a place to serve food and anyway it was really really great for for Jonathan for myself too I was able to meet relatives that I had only heard of um and and had not had a chance to meet yet but um, it, that part of the trip, you know, starting off that way with that being the intention behind us leaving in the first place, um, we may not have otherwise made this trip given just circumstances going on right now in our lives and what have you, but we knew that we could not miss this. So it was the impetus for us to take this road trip and, um, uh, being uh, one that was so, um, emotionally tethered 
to saying goodbye in a way with some distance away from the actual passing was just a really beautiful time. And I think one of my highlights, other than getting to hear, you know, people sing because he has a talented family um, and just wonderful food, I we released really the really big, huge um, lanterns and they were all white and just seeing one at a time take off and they had some lovely words and um, printed on the side of them but it was just very moving and a a great way to honor um, the loss of such a special dear person in the family and it it if you can feel the weight of that, you know, when I speak, yet it had a celebration. And I love the fact that there's now a term for events where we celebrate someone's life and the way they chose to do it was just very honoring. And, um, and, and a really oddly, so a lot of a lot of fun, which I think that's what they hoped it would be. And it was. So we knew that that would be the launch of our trip, essentially. And when we decided we were going to take, um, I don't know, did I say this already? That my cousin Hugh had bookend, we were bookending our trip with an opportunity to stay at my cousin Hugh's cabin on Lake Tahoe. And Um, Because of the availability of that, we needed to sort of spend some time on the road to time it out that we would arrive in Lake Tahoe. So um, we've been wanting to see Vermont. I'll be brief on why. We follow um, and enjoy a chef by the name of Michael Simon. And we were watching a show one day and his backyard was just gorgeous. He was cooking in his backyard on grills. And I said, you know, where does he live? Well, we discovered he lived in the Hamptons. But in the in the process of searching where what part of the country he was in we came across vermont new hampshire and maine we're like what i mean we watched youtube videos about it and so we were a little bit obsessed we thought well what if we tag this on it was about a day and a half ishy drive to get to vermont once we left michigan and we since we're you know camping and um uh And, you know, we weren't going into restaurants because we have a dog. So we were grocery shopping and eating in the car and that kind of thing. So um, uh, we did it. And I tell you, Vermont, oh my goodness. We're going to go back when there's some weather there. Um, I want to see what it's like with some snow, but I could live in Vermont. I could live in New Hampshire and I could live in Maine. They all were just so stunning. And um, we, but let me just say this. One of the thrills of Vermont is I got to spend time, Jonathan and I both did, and our dog Dixie with my friend Sue. She, in high school, and I think she still does, though I think I've seen other versions of her name is just Susie, but um, she spells her name S-I-O-U-X, which is super cool. But Sue Heaps Hanner is married to Brian Hanner, and they both are artists. Go look them up. Um, but we got to spend time with them in their beautiful home. They moved there from California last year. So when I realized that we were going to go ahead and go to Vermont, I was like, ah, shoot. Sue lives there. So we had a a lovely time at their home, not enough time, but we hung out in um, Vermont for a couple days and we saw the whole state, went to all the major towns, um, you know, loosely and just loved it. Rolled on into New Hampshire, on into Maine, had some clam chowder 
the best clam chowder I have ever had. And, and, uh, Jonathan, who could be a food critic, um, agrees with me. We had a lobster roll and it was good, but the clam chowder was killer. And then in this planning process, I also remembered, thank goodness I have a memory. I also remembered that my friend Patrick, that I've been friends with for, oh, 35 years or so, maybe 33, somewhere in there, but had not seen face to face for close to 30. Um, We, he has had, uh, he's a man about town (laughs) and he has had uh, lots of travels and then just, you know, how stuff happens in life. But we found each other again on Facebook and I knew that he had just recently moved from New York to Cape Cod. So I reached out to him. I said, can I see you somehow? Cause we're going to be in the area. And he goes, not only can you see me, come stay here. So we stayed with Patrick for a while. That was so, so lovely to reconnect. You know, it's one of those friendships that I have made in my life and they're few and far between. And I can't really think off the top of my head, one quite like this, where when we met, it was just instant. There was a connection. There was history. He felt like family. Um, And he is, in fact, and he will be on this podcast along with Sue. Um, So we had a great time there. And then after we left there, we knew that it was just traveling from sea to shining sea heading back home. So it was a little bit of pedal to the metal, you know, enjoying as we went. And I will say the song that I sang for you at the beginning, which I know was mildly geeky of me. I've been known to do that, you know, to live in the land of the geeks. But, um, when I thought about singing that song, just because of the tagline of Sea to Shining Sea, because that's exactly what we did. We went to Tahoe, but then, which wasn't quite to the sea. But then as we left Tahoe, we hit the California coast and, um, and had c- sort of completed um, that image of Sea to Shining Sea. But I, I thought about the lyrics of that song. And that's really what this road trip just represented that. We, we have a beautiful country. And... I am so grateful that I was able to see it this summer, 30 states, traveled through 30 states in 30 days, 31 actually to be technical, but it sounds better to say 30 and 30. Um, Oh, beautiful for spacious skies, for amber waves of grain, for purple mountains, majesty above the fruited plains. I saw that. I saw that. Um, This is something I encourage you to do if you can and you have the opportunity. Take it. Even if you make it something it wasn't intended to be. It was, um, you know, it'll stretch you. Uh, It did me. And um, you know, we had our dog Dixie and we're in, uh, we were, I don't know if I mentioned this or not either. Um, we were in our Kia Soul, which is great on gas. I have a Jeep Wrangler, a, f- um, a four door that would have given us a little bit more room, but also would have, you know, um, really uh, cranked up the gasoline bill. So, um, we were in tight quarters, but you know, it was, I love trying to figure out how to be efficient. And, um, uh, we created ways to, you know, 
to, to eat meals and, um, and still appreciate what was around us. And like I mentioned, we camped, we visited, um, you know, Motel 6, uh, thank goodness for Motel 6. Um, they're always welcoming of, of a doggy and they don't crank up the bill just because you're bringing one. And if you're just, you know, hanging out to spend the night, then that's absolutely cool thing to do. Um, so then once we got to, um, uh, uh, the coast and we had seen to the Pacific, um, we had really traveled, like I said, sea to shining sea. And it gave this, um, picture of the land, um, that we live in. And it, um, gave me feelings of hope and, um, lightheartedness and appreciation and, uh, uh, a longing to see more of this country. I have now, um, uh, been itching just to get, I had, I lost my train of thought. I have been, been itching to get back in the vehicle again because it kind of gets under your, your skin a little bit. Um, and that we traveled on down the coast and got to see family and friends, um, uh, that welcomed us into their homes. Um, after we left, we got to hang out for a good while in Lake Tahoe and then, uh, saw my, um, my family, my uncle Ron, um, aunt June, my aunt Connie, which is Hugh's mom and her sister. Um, and then, uh, we saw Jim and Lori Cooney, which are friends of ours. You don't know these people, but necessarily Lori was on the podcast, um, and hung out on the beach there in Port Wyneme and then came on inland and saw family and friends. My cousin Tammy and her daughter and husband Heather and AJ welcomed us into their home. So we had a lot of people open their doors and stayed with people. It just really made for a rich experience. And then we headed on home to Arizona. We had to kind of uh, get on home. I had kind of a little bit of an issue with um, my finger. I won't go into it right now, but uh, we, we have a bit of travel still left to pop back into California um, one more time and before we wrap the travels up this summer. But uh, it was really something. It was um, a joy. And, I, you know, I, I spent some time in my own head and quiet and I think that um, travel, you know, having a home. Now I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm very grateful. Like almost every morning when I wake up, I know I'll sound a little sappy, but almost every morning when I wake up, I am, um, filled with gratitude for, um, the home that I live in. And, uh, it is not in a location that I would like necessarily, but I, it was an inherited home and it's, um, it, I'm just so grateful. And it, it, there is that strong feeling for me that there's no place like home. Having a home to come back to is valuable to me. Some people know, but to me, I, I like that groundedness. Um, but I came across a poem that kind of, I think maybe, you know, speaks for me a little bit. And I, um, I hope that I can 
uh, do it justice. I'm just going to read it to you really quick. Um, I say really quick, and I don't know if that's ever, ever the case with me, but it's called For the Traveler, and it is by John O'Donohue. I think it's who or Hugh. Anyway, here we go. For the Traveler. Every time you leave home, another road takes you into a world you were never in. New strangers on other paths await. New places that have never seen you will startle a little at your entry. Old places that know you well will pretend nothing changed since your last visit. When you travel, you find yourself alone in a different way, more attentive now to the self you bring along, your more subtle eye watching you abroad and how what meets you touches that part of the heart that lies low at home. How you unexpectedly attune to the timber in some voice, opening in conversation you want to take in to where your longing has pressed hard enough inward on some unsaid dark to create a crystal of insight you could not have known you needed to illuminate your way. When you travel, a new silence goes with you, and if you listen, you will hear what your heart would love to say. A journey can become a sacred thing. Make sure before you go to take the time to bless your going forth, to free your heart of ballasts so that the compass of your soul might direct you toward the territories of spirit where you will discover more of your hidden life and the urgencies that deserve to claim you. May you travel in an awakened way, gathered wisely into your inner ground, that you may not waste the invitations which wait along the way to transform you. May you travel safely, arrive refreshed, and live your time away to its fullest. Return home more enriched and free to balance the gift of days which call you. Well, I think that wraps it up. Thank you so much for spending this time with me. It's so good to be back. Until next week. <laughs>